Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. This episode of Michigan Minds is part of a special series from University of Michigan Public Engagement and Impact in collaboration with the Office of the Vice President for Research to discuss firearm injury prevention. I am happy to be joined today by U of M faculty member, Dr. Jane Prophet. Hi, Erica, it's great to be here. Can you please formally introduce yourself to our listeners and share a little bit about your role at the university? Yes, I'm Jane Prophet. I am the Associate Dean for Research at the Penny W. Stamp School of Art and Design at University of Michigan. This is my third year at University of Michigan and I'm having a really great time working with our faculty and students at Stamps. And my role is really to do whatever I can to help them do more of what they're already doing so well, their creative practice, their research that might lead to exhibitions, papers, and public events. Sounds like a fantastic role. And in what areas does your research focus? So my own personal research um, comes out of my background as a visual artist, but also from working with scientists for the last 25 years. So most of my own work, whether it's an installation, a sculpture, is made in collaboration with scientists, many of them from medicine. And often I use computers or computational processes in my, my own art practice. And like a lot of artists, academics, I also write published papers about the work or the underlying ideas. That's a fascinating focus area, you know, bringing in that medical and research aspect. So I want to ask you a really broad question. How does art bring an added value to the conversation that we're having today, which is about gun violence prevention? Well, I think it does this in a number of ways. So first of all, let's situate it at Stamps in the University of Michigan, which has this, uh, you know, very broad group of disciplines. It's very exciting for people like myself who work across disciplines, but it also, it, that is reflected in the faculty work at Stamps. Stamps has got lots of faculty and students who make art and design projects that directly relate to health and well-being. When we think about firearm injury prevention, we're thinking about this as a public health issue. And so therefore there's a natural connection there. As well as a lot of the artists and designers at Stamps engaging with topics and making work that relate to public health and to health and well-being, we've got a lot of other artists who work in what we might call socially engaged practices. They work with communities. We have a long history of this at Stamps. And therefore, again, there's a, a connection for why the kind of work that the Stamps faculty and students do could relate very well to any kind of public health project or messaging. And you've conducted research yourself examining art and design works to find a typology for firearm prevention. 
Can you explain that research project and what you found? First of all, I really want to say that I'm a real newbie to this. Um, I didn't have any experience in firearm injury prevention type research before I joined the group at the University of Michigan that's looking at this. And yet I knew that because I could just call to mind a lot of different artworks that I'd seen in my life that addressed gun crime or gun injury, firearm injury. So I worked with one of our undergraduate students, Leah New, and Leah and I went out and did a literature review, but we're artists and designers. So we looked at what were artists and designers doing around these broad topics? How are they responding to those the, the, this challenge or this experience. And what we found was not surprising. There's a lot of work out there by artists and designers addressing problems and experiences from firearm injury. We thought those fell into about four different categories. One category would be social commentary work. So there's, a, there's an event or a series of events or um, a, a, a tragic trend in gun-related inju gun injuries and artists are responding to that and members of the public are part of that response. They may even ignite that response. They may even drive that response. An overlapping area is what we might call social engagement, where the work itself may be made with or by big community group participation rather than being a response from an individual artist to a social um, situation. We came up with another category because we found it was so prevalent and it's not that common in art and design and that is lots of the projects were collaborative and collaboration might be between different professional disciplines rather like the Firearm Injury Prevention Steering Committee at University of Michigan that brings people together from so many areas but the collaboration might be Equally, it might be about members of the public joining with professionals. We also looked at design. Why would we look at design separately? Well, one of the reasons is that to design for a reduction in firearm injury, we think is, is an important way forward. So what are, based on this work and with the community and social engagement, what are some of the positive outcomes that art and design can foster in communities? When artists and designers engage with these difficult or controversial topics, they encourage people to think, to come together. Some art of the artworks are, are basically healing. How do we come together after some very traumatic experience and heal from that process? And in other ways, it may just be about opening up the conversation. When topics are very polarized, it's really important to find spaces where we can meet and talk, or even just privately look at something and have a different thought. How do these outcomes bring a new perspective to exploring the challenges of firearm injury? Well, partly it's about raising awareness. Um, you can tell from my accent that I'm a Brit. And so I got, grew up with a very different perspective and experience around firearm injury in the UK. We've got different laws on gun ownership, for example. But I grew up in rural England and my mum 
was a suicide prevention volunteer. And so I knew that farmers were tragically dying by suicide, often with guns. However, lots of people, when they think about uh, firearm injuries, don't think about people dying by suicide. In Michigan, that's 60% of all firearm deaths. And I think that one of the things that um, artworks can do by making spaces for contemplation or works that encourage uh, people to consider a topic from many different angles is to, is to actually clarify. They can, they can give information as well as providing space to be with that information. What does all of this say about the overall impact that art and design can have and how can people become more involved in this type of effort? And you, you talked about social engagement, how can people become more, be more of a part of that? Well, I think one thing that um, hasn't happened very much is the commissioning of artworks of design projects with associated evaluations that, that would show how impactful those activities and interventions, we might call them, might be. And there's a group of us working together at University of Michigan on a project that starts to do that. We're doing a pilot project that is based on the research of Professor Mark Zimmerman and his team and their idea of busy streets. In busy streets theory, if you have a mowed lot, a tidy, a tidy vacant yard, there is less crime in that area. Mark and I so had a discussion and I said to him, do you think that it might be the case that if public art is in a place, a vacant lot, that, that firearm injury is less, that gun crime is less? So we brought together a team led by my colleague, Professor Stephanie Tharp, who is a designer at Stamps. And Stephanie's team of faculty and students are doing a mapping project in Detroit where they're mapping all the different public artworks, many of which are murals. And we're comparing where those artworks are with gun crime statistics. But we're going further than that because that team did something that I think artists and designers do a lot, is they, they zoomed out and they tried to think about all sorts of unexpected connections. And quickly, what somebody on the team said, if we only look at gun crime data, how will we know about the impact of the police discharge of their weapons? And so Mark Zimmerman's team quickly responded to that and they will bring that data to play in the comparison as well. And I think that's an example of how when you bring together these different teams, we come up with unexpected ideas and new ways of thinking about a problem and hopefully steps towards solving it because the talking's just the beginning. We've got to be able to take action that has a positive impact. That's a fantastic collaboration between stamps, designers and artists and, you know, the, the public health team. Your work is a part of the University of Michigan's new Institute for Firearm Injury Prevention Research. 
which brings experts from a wide array of fields together to generate knowledge and advance solutions to decrease firearm injury. Can you explain what you feel is the significance of this approach and focus within our institution? First of all, I think it's significant and says a lot about the University of Michigan's approach that a newbie like me is part of that initiative, that there's been an effort made to not only turn to experts in the field of injury prevention and firearm injury prevention, but to bring people from many different disciplines just to see what might happen. The other thing that I've learned from sitting around the table, it's a very big table, it's on Zoom now, but you know, we, we met and there's a lot of us. It's nonpartisan. And what I learned was how valuable it is for us with very divergent views, very different backgrounds and experiences to come together to listen to each other and to come up with ideas. And I'd say that whatever our personal opinions might be, and whatever our individual research areas might be, how we might feel differently about hot issues like gun control, we're absolutely united in our goal to reduce firearm injuries. And so that's for me, a, a very exciting forum. We're approaching National Gun Violence Awareness Day, which is observed on June 4th. And I'm wondering if you can share your thoughts on why it's important to integrate art and design into this conversation? I think artists and designers have actually been integrated as part of this conversation and discussion from the start. Sometimes that's because of activist artists who are making work in response to traumatic events. But it's also back to that initial comment I made that artists engage with difficult topics and we have a history of that. One of the reasons I think it's important we're sitting at the table, that we're part of the discussion at University of Michigan and that we're contributing to June 4th is that there's no single solution to reducing firearm injury. We have to have multiple concurrent approaches. We need public health and information. We need design. We need to think about this model of seatbelt safety and how the design of seatbelts saved lives. It's prevented injuries in cars. And that design process, that design thinking needs to apply to firearms. But we also need to provide spaces for people to heal, for communities to come together who've experienced the trauma of firearm injury. And I think art can work in conjunction with public health to do all of those things. My last question for you is if you had to boil all of this down into one takeaway for all of our listeners, what would that be? My one takeaway is that to make positive change, to reduce firearm injury, we need people with a wide range of opinions engaging with this topic using all their different skills and expertise from every disciplinary area and every type of community. And that includes art and design.
Thank you so much, Dr. Prophet, for joining Michigan Minds for this special series and sharing so much valuable information about the role of art and design in firearm injury prevention. Listeners can learn more information at firearminjury.umich.edu. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.